Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. All right, let's go on to our first story, and we are going to have a chat with our good friend from Acres, our Acres CEO, Kalavanan Balakrishnan, who is, you talked about this story earlier today, this two-meter-long python that was hit by plastic pails and crates and died uh, in a Boonlay Place market and food village in April last year. Finally, the person food stall assistant, Ricky Chong, was fined $1,000 by N Parks for killing the snake. Let's bring in Kailai right now from Acres and talk a little bit more about this. Kailai, are you there? Good morning. Morning. Ah, there you go. We're glad we got you on the line. <laughs> Justice is being served. Finally, somebody who is who has gone against the Wildlife Life Act killed a snake. So tell us from your perspective, how, how are you seeing this story from Acres? Um, I think it's good that some sort of some form of justice is being served. That the guy got fined thousand dollars, but uh, in Akers' opinion, it's still relatively low for what he has done. If you compare it to what's the maximum sentence, he still got served a very minor thousand uh, dollars. It's really nothing for someone who has brutally killed an animal. But at least we are making some progress somewhere. Well, credit to you guys at Acres because this video went viral. I remember it vividly earlier in the year and justice was served more recently because you at Acres put out the video, you shared it, you asked for information. And the video was shocking. Just to recap, you know, this guy standing around this wild animal, this python, and they're whacking it with pails and crates. And it's awful to watch at the uh, Boonlay Place Market. And as Glenn correctly says, justice was served. But I'm curious to know, what kind of feedback did you get from the public when you initially put out that video? I think, I mean, the journalists have always gotten a very mixed reaction. Some people say... Uh, you know, oh, it's a python, it's an animal, poor thing, it also feels pain. Um, but at the same time, you also get a lot of feedback from people who are saying, oh, you know, it, the guy was doing society a, a favor by killing the animal or removing it. So that's where we, we know, we understand that, you know, a lot more education and awareness needs to be raised. Uh, and it's not just the guy, but it's also, if you look at the videos, there are also a few other individuals who are initially throwing stuff at the animal. It just shows a total lack of respect, empathy, and actually compassion for another living being. So we still got a long way to go to in terms of our educational work. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking with Kalai Balakrishnan, the CEO, the co-CEO of Acres. Of course, Acres does a whole lot to take those animals that are found, uh, either who are that are injured or that are found in places where people are. You remove them to Acres, and you guys keep them there, keep them well, get them back to health if they need that. Anybody can go out there and and volunteer. Uh, we've done that. Our family, Neil's done that with his yep. family, and it's a great way to spend some time to not only re-educate ourselves but our children about how valuable these lives are for these animals that are just here just trying to live their lives. And Kali, does it surprise you that even after all that's been said and done over the years, I guess people just freak out, don't they, when they see a wild animal, especially something that's got, you know, like a snake or something that they perceive as being a threat, a a real threat to them. But are, are you surprised that, you know, education over the years hasn't help to sort of help people look at this in a little bit different way? I think over the years, things have improved slightly. Uh, A lot more people uh, are okay with snakes in certain areas. A lot more people do feel that these animals should be allowed to uh, live aside us. Uh, If you compare reptiles with otters, uh, people are starting to 
see, you know, how biased we can be towards certain species, and and that shouldn't be the case. However, reptiles generally face the full brunt of such biasness, and I think people need to realize that these animals, you know, even though you know how movies portray them or folklore and myths portray them, snakes are actually not dangerous. Mm. They are actually the easiest, the most gentlest animals if you just let them be. Uh, even for the Bundy case, if the people just let the animal be and call the proper assistance, no one will have had to suffer. No one will have gotten to bit, uh, no one will have had to be bitten. So yeah, people just need to realize that the snakes are not out there to do anything to us. They're there to, for in this case, Bundy, the python was there probably looking for rats. So people just need to which is a, which is a good thing, right? If <laughs> let's get rid of those rats at the hawker centers and elsewhere, right? <laughs> yes, they are an awesome uh, form of you know true pest control. Yeah, Carla, yeah. let's stay with that because I think there's two very key points you make, very interesting points. The first one is. There is an instinct, it's obviously wrong, that if you see a snake, your first reaction is to protect yourself or your family. So maybe you can explain why that's the wrong uh, response to take. And the second point is because we have this Wildlife Act. And for people who don't know, maybe you should remind us what that Wildlife Act is. Yeah, so for the Wildlife Act, there is a piece of legislation, a law in Singapore that protects wild animals. And a lot of people don't realise uh, or they are rather shocked to find out that animals like snakes are actually protected by law and they are wild animals. So, yeah, people do need to realize that snakes are protected by law, uh, all the species of snakes and reptiles. And that, you know, if you abuse them, if you kill them, if, uh, if you are found guilty of being cruel to them, uh, you are, you know, you can face the brunt of the law. And also, with regards to, you know, what was the first question, sorry? You know, that some people may realistically feel it's a threat. I'm at a hawker centre, I'm with my family, there's a python mm-hmm. coming towards me. My human instinct is to protect myself and my family by doing whatever's necessary. What would you say to that? I think if someone feels like the animal is a threat to them and they feel a need to protect themselves or their family, that's fine. I don't think everybody needs to love or adore an uh, animal. But what is important is how you protect yourself. Just keep your distance. You don't have to go and start handling or abusing the animal. Because, you know, if, let's say if at Bunli there was a tiger, nobody's going to try and catch the tiger, right? <laughs> Good point. Yeah. <laughs> which, by the way, the, happen, the last tiger here was, what, in the 1880s yeah. or something like that, yeah, right? Chua Chu Kang, I think there's a photo of the one being shot in Chua Chu Kang, famously. Yeah, so in the same way, if you see a snake, just keep your distance and call the proper people to help. You can call us at our rescue hotline or you can even call the National Parks Board. Do not try to take matters into your own hand and try to catch it and when things go wrong, then you have no choice but to harm it even further or even abuse it. Putting yourself closer to the animal and by doing that, you're just going to make the situation worse. Yeah, and in this case, those are not familiar with the story, this food service worker actually picked up the snake. The snake bit him. So then he starts whacking it and throwing it against the wall and, and whatever. So, you know, of course, if you pick up any kind of a wild animal that feels threatened in that foreign circumstance, you know, they're, they're probably going to do what they can do to protect themselves. It, it's, it surprises me, especially with a python, that, you know, it's not like a spitting cobra, which, you know, those are really... You which really, I, I've also seen in the wild. Sure, you really got to get out of the way for, uh, for a, a venomous snake like that. But a python, I mean, generally, they're not going to, you know, reach out and attack somebody. Like you say, Kalai, if you give the people, give them some space. Um, same way with the wild boars, same way with the otters, same way with 
the monkeys, all of the other animals that we have. Final message. Now, you mentioned reaching out to you guys, reaching out to N Parks. Once again, what's the number they need to call? You know, ACRES stands for Animal Concerns Research and Education Society, ACRES. But you said N Parks. Who else can they call? Uh, they, these are the two main numbers to call. They can call us at nine seven eight three seven seven eight two, or they can also call the Empath Hotline. Yeah. And just a final point for me. I know you do wonderful work with the children and the schools. I would imagine most schools know, most kids know about awareness. Is there not something you can do with NEA, the Environment Agency or the Food Agency, and go into the hawker centres because that's where animals are often attracted to these places. Is that something that Acres already does to improve the awareness amongst hawker workers and anybody working with food? Um, not particularly, but it's something, I mean, it's a good idea. I mean, hearing it from you, we probably can, we can work on that because a lot of these places where, you know, people are selling food or even hawker centers, the drainage system below, that's where the pythons are hanging out at because that's where all the rats are. Mm. <laughs> All right, Kalai, we have to leave it there. Uh, Kalai Balakrishnan, the co-CEO of Acres, thanks for being with us today. Let's hope we can have you on another time with a happy story and not, uh, at least in this case, though, at least somebody was held accountable for injuring a wild animal. Thanks for being with us today, Kalai. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.